Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where you'll get the tools you need to master your money, marketing, and your motivation. I'm your host, Haley Luckadoo, the money and marketing coach, motivational speaker, and huge Dr. Pepper lover who is on a mission to connect you with women who are incredible at what they do with the hope that you will leave inspired, educated, and motivated to create the life that sets your soul on fire. This episode is sponsored by edX, the trusted platform for learning founded by Harvard and MIT. If you want top quality university education and endless opportunities to explore, but want to learn on your own terms, online at your own pace, and at a price that fits in your budget, then edX is for you. Learn crucial skills you need for business and marketing, or choose to improve your writing, speaking, or leadership skills. Whatever you choose, it will fit perfectly in your busy schedule, and you can show off your new knowledge with a verified certificate. I have already gained so many skills from these courses, and I want you to have the same opportunity. So head over to edx.org females. That's edx.org females for an exclusive discount. With over 2,800 courses to choose from, the knowledge you've always wanted is just a click away. So grab your discount, sign up for edX, and start exploring all the opportunities at your fingertips. Welcome back, Females on Fire. Today is such a good one. This is one of those things that I've been dying to talk about and just waiting on the right person to come along, and Amanda definitely did. Today I'm chatting with Amanda McLernan, and she is an entrepreneur who is obsessed with keeping social media social. I love that. It's what we all need in our lives. It is the motto that we should plaster all over social media. Keep it social. As the founder and owner of McLernan & Co., she helps companies and individuals develop a healthier, more intentional relationship with social media while implementing real, honest social media strategies. Their methods go far beyond vanity metrics, and they teach their clients how to create and nurture genuine conversations, connections, and communities online. Committed to spreading the gospel of keeping social media social, Amanda and her team speak all over the online and in real life world about mindfulness, social media, and entrepreneurship. And that is exactly what I have brought Amanda on to talk about today. We are going to be talking about how to actually be mindful on social media, what mindfulness on social media means, how you can start implementing it, and how you can really start showing up in a more focused, intentional, and authentic way online. Because as much as we all want to make sales and master our marketing, it is useless if you are not being mindful and being really hyper-focused on what it is that you're there for and on your audience and your communities and really building and developing those out. So Today, we are talking all about cultivating those relationships and how to do that. And I know that you are going to love Amanda and her amazing advice on how to be mindful on social media. So here you go. 
Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. I am so freaking excited. I know before we hopped on the recording, I was just telling you, I found you on social, which is exactly what we're talking about today. So I'm so excited. And I was like, I have to have this girl on the show. She's like positive and amazing. And I love this topic that we're going to be talking about, about mindfulness on social media, because I think it's so important and it's so crucial right now. And I mean, all the time, but especially right now. And I'm just so excited. We were chatting before and now I'm even more excited than I was. And I can't wait to just like share you with all the listeners. So I'm so stoked that you're here. Thanks. But before we dive in, can you just tell everybody a quick little bit about you, who you are, what you do, and why you think mindfulness on social media is so important? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, for everyone who is just getting introduced to me, Um, My name is Amanda McLernan, and I created the mission of Keep Social Media Social uh, back in 2016 to really help heal social media. You know, I, I have been such a huge fan of social media my entire life. So I grew up in rural Wisconsin. And you might hear that, by the way, okay? Uh, if you hear that <laughs> accent, it's, it doesn't matter how many states I've moved from, still got it. Um, and I grew up in rural Wisconsin, and I was 11 years old, and I couldn't drive yet, and I hopped online because AOL Instant Messenger uh, yes. just <laughs> and I wanted to connect with my friends. And so I, I, I'm a digital native. I grew up on the internet, and also I'm a wicked fast typer because of that. Um, but I, I've always had a deep love for people and, a, and social media has allowed me to stay connected with people um, as I've moved all over the country and the world over the last, gosh, now what, 17 years. So I, you know, I, I started Keep Social Media Social back in 2016 when things were getting a little ugly on social because brands, businesses, politicians, um, we're using this tool that I deeply love and fiercely want to protect. And they started using it for other purposes than what it was originally meant for. And I just completely, frankly, didn't love it. You know, I, I, I wanted social media to be my happy place. You know, I, social media for years and years had been where I connected with my friends, where I got to see silly pictures, where I got to share photos of my food without being chastised. Um, And I wanted that back. And so I started Keep Social Media Social, and I started the mission. And I also started at that time a social media agency. Uh, That's my agency of McLaren & Co. So for the last four years, we have been helping um, brands, businesses, and individuals um, really just have a better relationship with social media and also realize, frankly, better profits from social media um, by taking a more mindful approach to building their community. And, you know, that doesn't come through tactics. That doesn't come just through strategy. That comes from a whole holistic view of how to use social media to not just create and curate an audience, but to how to actually grow an intentional community that supports the highest version of yourself. So that's kind of what I've been up to for the last four years, and it's really started to blow up recently, which I'm thrilled with, um, 
because again, you know, we're, you know, 2020, four years later, with everything going on in the world right now, and woof, there's a lot going on. Um, it's, it's kind of back and it's more important than ever. So I'm really starting to speak and I'm really starting to spread this message. I love that. I love everything about what you just said. I totally agree that I think, you know, it's always been important, but I think especially right now, you know, I mean, we're recording this in the middle of a pandemic and people are scared and nervous and anxious and all of these things. And the world is turning even more digital than it was because people have almost nothing else to do than turn to social media and turn to the internet and, and do things that way. Mm -hmm. And especially as far as businesses are concerned, even businesses who didn't necessarily have a large social media presence now are having to put more of an emphasis on that. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe exactly what you just said, that if you go in with that intentionality and with that mindfulness, that it does benefit you more in the long run. And I love that you mentioned, um, profit and that you're really helping businesses and brands actually build more of a profit by using mindfulness instead of focusing so much on the tactics and the strategies and, and all of those things. Because I think a lot of times, you know, we hear about, oh, on Instagram, you need to show up as your authentic self. And we hear like, oh, you need to be really intentional with what you post. But I think sometimes we translate that incorrectly. Yes. We think, okay, I'm growing a business. I need to, you know, I need to be my authentic self, but I also need to really push sales. I need to get them into this program. I need to get them to download this freebie and you know, whatever it is. And I think we lose that authenticity, that mindfulness, and especially that intentionality when we are so focused on, well, this is how you grow followers. This is how yep. you get likes. Yep. Well, and that goes back to, you know, the whole keeping social media social, you know, I'm not going to lie. There's a hundred words to put after that's, you know, keep social media kind, keep yes. social media creative. You know, when we all got on social media and what, what was your first social media platform, Haley? MySpace. <laughs> yes. Yes. When you first got on MySpace, your first experience, and also, by the way, we're so lucky. You and I are so yes. lucky because we got on, how old were you when you got on MySpace? Oh gosh. Like whatever. Like may, maybe 11 ish. Yeah. Yeah. Young, yeah. right? We were now this is back this. Cause if you've studied, okay. Also, you know, I, I know we're talking to a pretty emotionally awake audience here, but I also want to give a little bit of background just for anyone who has not started um, a deep journey of knowing themselves and, yes. of you know, kind of the mindfulness thing, but one of the things we learn a lot in this journey um, of mental health, um, awareness, therapy, mindfulness, call it whatever you will, okay? I'm going to call it mindfulness for this conversation, um, but whatever you want to call it for yourself, one of the things you learn is how our intentions as children are so incredibly pure. You know, before we let the, the world you know, have a lot of opinions and tell us all these limiting beliefs. We were these beautiful, bright children. And the reason you and I are so lucky, Haley, is because you and I got online when we were children, right? And mm -hmm. so all the only reason we got on was to connect with our friends, right? Yes. 
And um, oh my God, imagine what a beautiful world. So we had a positive relationship. We were able to have that positive relationship with social media for years. But now what's happened is, you know, we've got digital immigrants coming on to digital for the very first time. And their primary reason for needing to get on social media is not to connect with friends. It's for business. Right. That's where we start to get into some trouble, you know, because these tools are amazing, but that's what they are. They're tools. But if we can use them as tools to connect with community and connect with our friends and to connect with our networks, my goodness, like we're going to have so much more success than if we're just logging online and thinking like, I need to save my business. You know what I mean? That's a very yes. different intention. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I think it's like you said, you will be more successful because think about even if you take it offline, if you walk into your favorite store, whatever that is, whether it's like a big store or a small boutique or whatever, if you walk into your favorite store, more than likely, you know, you probably love what they sell. You probably love their branding. You know, you love all these things about it. But one of the biggest things you probably love about that store specifically over every other store is the way they make you feel when you walk in the door, the mm -hmm. customer experience. Yeah. And I think that is a huge part of being a business on social media. You know, we talk about customer service all the time, but it doesn't translate through our posts. We seem to think that customer service, customer experience, really making those connections like you were talking about only comes when we're actually either in person or through an email or something like that, speaking to our clients. And the fact is, if you're a business on social media, every single little thing that you post is a, an interaction with your customer, with your client. And so that mindfulness that you're talking about and really focusing on building those connections over everything else that does eventually translate into sales, into more followers, into recommendations, into referrals, into profit, like you said earlier. And so I think, I think there's a gap there where people are just kind of missing the bridge between sales and customer service and growing a business and having a strategy versus making connections and really truly being mindful, being intentional and coming in with the best of intentions. And if you can mold those two things together, I think you've got, you know, the golden ticket, you've really got it figured out and you're going to, like you said, be more successful. And that, so that kind of comes into one of the things that was really important to me to talk about, you know, on this episode, when I was preparing and thinking about, you know, what I wanted to talk to you about in order to get to that place you know, that's, let's call that a really healthy relationship with social media. And one of the things that's really interesting, Haley, is like a lot of people don't think about their relationship with social media enough. You know, we think right. about our relationship with a loved one, a partner. Um, we think about our, and, and, and also people don't think about the relationship with themselves enough, which I'm going to tie those two together in a second. Mm, yes. Like, you know, Haley, like think about how much time and you think thinking about either your relationship with your mother or your relationship with your father or your relationship with um, your best friend or your boyfriend or whoever it is in your life, right? You know, if we, if we are an emotionally woke person, I like that phrase, by the way, <laughs> love it emotionally woke, um, but without ego. Okay. Cause we're going to talk about that in a little bit too. So not be like, yo, I'm emotionally woke. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> um, 
But if we are, you know, if we are considering ourselves, you know, to be on the emotional weight woke train and, and on the path to like a higher consciousness, we're thinking about our relationships a lot. We're thinking about how we show up. Well, I really want to encourage people to start thinking about their relationship with social media yes. because we spend quite a bit of our lives and our time on social media. And Haley, you and I got on social media when we were 11. I'm not exactly sure how old you are, but I'm 28. Yep. 27. Yeah. Yep. That is a long relationship with something in your life. Yes. I mean, that is a really long relationship with something in your life. I haven't, you know, aside from my, my blood family, I haven't had too many other relationships, deep relationships that I give that much time to that is that long. Mm -hmm. So I really, you know, I really think first people need to really understand how their relationship with social media is actually a very deep and very important relationship in their life. And it's not just for business sake. It's also for your personal sake. And in order to have a very healthy relationship with social media for yourself, you need, you need to have a healthy relationship with yourself first. And, you know, when we see, cause there's a lot and I, I'm sure you see it. And I, I think it's really, um, I think it's really magical, frankly, that you and I are on this podcast today. Um, and we're recording this <clears throat> for anyone listening. We are recording this, um, you know, during a coronavirus and things are starting to reopen potentially. And there's, frankly, there's a lot of noise all over on what we should be doing or what we shouldn't be doing. Yep. And social media has gotten to be a bit of a scary place in some places. Now, not all places. But I'm definitely seeing people who, and I would never call this out because that's not cool to do. All I can do is really try to have a healthy relationship with social media myself. But I'm seeing people post things and I'm wondering, ooh, number one, how much time have they spent on social media today? Right. Two, like how is their relationship with themselves right now? You know, what are they feeling? Are they aware of what they're feeling? And, you know, I ask those questions because I'm truly starting to teach and my goal is to help other people heal themselves, but only we can heal ourselves and only we can heal our relationship with social media. Yes. Yes. And I, I love that you specifically brought up your relationship with social media, because I think a lot of times we hear about social media being a tool. And especially if you're in business and that's true, it is, it's a platform to reach your customers. It's a platform to make connections with people that you probably never would have met otherwise. And I do agree with you that you and I are very lucky to have grown up in the digital age and have gotten on the internet so early and had those sort of relationships on, with social media and connections and it's a very, you know, different world for us than it was for the previous generation being able to grow up that way. And yeah, there's, there's some bad that comes with that. There's some issues that have to be worked through, but overall, I think it's of massive benefit to people to be able to use these platforms to connect with people that they never would have been able to, to meet otherwise. That's exactly but, it. Yeah. But I think 
So often we hear of it being a tool. And especially if you're in business, you hear like, oh, social media is such a powerful tool for your business. It's such a great tool to reach your customers. It's such a great tool for sales. Mm -hmm. And we start to think of it the same way that we think of, you know, our, our notebooks and our cell phones and our laptop and our, you know, our office. And, and we think of it more as a, an actual business resource that is growing our business then we do, like you said, a relationship that is building connections and fostering community and stimulating conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think when you do start to look at it more as the latter and you start to put the emphasis on those things, that's when you really, like we said, start to see the success, but you also start to really get to put yourself into it more. Because yeah. even if you feel like you're being authentic, and you're, you're really being yourself and you're showing your personality and you're putting who you are into your social media. If you're thinking of it as a tool and you're focused on sales and profit and followers and all of those things, then you're not putting yourself into it enough and you're building that relationship enough. Well, and that gets into something else that I was really excited to talk about as well. And that goes back into the ego. And um, so if you're familiar with me, um, or if you're not familiar with me, let me let me talk about the ego for a few quick minutes. And then I'm going to get into how that ties into social media. Yes. So, oh, the ego is such an interesting thing. Um, you know, and the ego has been had such an incredible, like the concept of ego has had such an incredible impact on my life that I literally have the word ego crossed off, tattooed on my finger as a reminder every single day to drop my ego. Um, and I, we, one of our core values at McLaren & Co is expertise without ego. Oh, I love that. Ego is, ego is one of the most fascinating things to study when you're studying mindfulness because ego is ego is that energy that you hold onto that is attempting to try to protect the beliefs that you have created about yourself. Now, let me slow that down for a minute because I said a lot there, but I want to unpack it. Ego is what your inner, I'm going to call it monkey mind. Okay. Cause we've got, <laughs> you know, we've got two, you've got two voices in your head. Okay. So when people joke about voices in your head, it's really true. And because if you think about it, you can be, you can be saying one thing, but you can be observing yourself say that thing. Okay. So you've, and that is, you know, that's quote unquote, you know, one of them is your monkey mind and one of them is your true consciousness. And the ego comes from your monkey mind. And the ego is meant to protect the views and the beliefs that you believe to be true about yourself. And the ego is really interesting when it comes into social media, because one of the things you were saying was, you know, okay, I want to show up and I want to um, build followers and I want to, I want to show up as my authentic self and I want to have profits and I want to have sales. Wow. It's a lot of I, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's a lot of thinking about how I am showing up on social media and how I am using this tool and how my business is and me and me and me and me and me. Like, oh, hi, ego. Hello. It's, I, I recognize that you're there. And by the way, we all have ego. And I don't necessarily think that it is a healthy or frankly, even um, possible goal to completely get rid of your ego. 
the reason you have an ego is because we have to have some level of um, protective forces in us and the ego helps protect us. But we don't need to protect against everything. We can learn to see other beliefs that are not they, they don't, we don't need to be protected against everything. We can, we can see other views. We can see other things. We can let our ego go. And when the reason I bring up the ego here is because like we said, we were talking, you know, when you think about, I want a lot of followers and I want a lot of profit and I, 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 I. So if we can let the ego go and then look at social media, social media is not just about how we show up. It is frankly it's a portal for energy to connect look like Haley you and I like I'm not you even said before this call we're not exactly sure how we found each other on social media you know you're not exactly sure how we stumbled but something brought us together right Mm -hmm. and it brought us together for a purpose bigger than either you or I right yeah and when we remember that there's other people on social media other people with feelings other people with passions other people with missions, other people with energy, then we can start utilizing social media as an opportunity to connect with other people. And that's where I think we've forgotten. And that's, you know, and I think part of the reason we have forgotten that, and this is a really important point here, because this, this again, this started back in 2016. This is one of the reasons I started Keep Social Media Social. Social media was meant as a platform and tool. If you look back at all the early interviews, you know, if you look at Mark Zuckerberg, you know, you look at his earliest interviews on why he created this tool. You know, you look at, you look at MySpace guy, Tom, you look at all these other people who created these tools. Number one, these were people who created these tools and they created these tools to better connect with other people. But We've had such an incredible rise of artificial intelligence. And let me tell you, I'm so grateful for artificial intelligence, okay? I really am. I think it can be the most glorious tool. But just like all tools, humans can put energy into the tools. And on social media, we have started, it is no longer true that everything on social media is a person. There are things on social media being spread to spread discord and to create divisiveness. And by feeding into that, we are allowing it to do that. And so now we've really gotten to this, like, how are we able to tell if something is a person or something is not a person? And for you and I, you know, we're digital natives. This might be a bit easier, but I'll be honest, I've been duped before, you know, and I'm I'm pretty digitally and socially savvy. Mm -hmm. And so that's why... You know, that's why I really want to encourage everyone listening here. I'm going to just make an assumption. I'm going to make an assumption that everyone listening here has some level of emotional intelligence that is, you know, on the, I would, I'm going to just assume in the, in the higher scale. I'm also going to assume that our listeners here, Haley, are higher when it comes to um, um, the digital and social savviness. And it is our job. It is our job to stop the spread of some of those things by just not passing it on or not giving it any time or energy and then reaching one-on-one, not publicly, right? Because we are smart, emotional leaders. Um, That's not how we give feedback in our business, right? That's not how we give feedback to our team. So we need to stop the spread of that misinformation 
by really connecting with people one on one and talking to them. It's just because we happen to have slightly of a different perspective and we care about the other person across the aisle. Yes. We care about that person. And if we don't care about them, why are they in our digital lives? Yes. All of that's like, it's so powerful and it's so true and it, it matters so much. And, you know, I love that, you know, you mentioned that about, it's kind of, I mean, it's meant to, there's stuff that's meant to divide us and there's, you know, you're giving your, your energy and your attention and all of that to that by passing it on. And it's our job to refrain from doing that. And, you know, all I could think about while you were saying that was, you know, the age old thing that you are the like five people that you hang out with the most. Oh my God. Yes. I've been talking about that. So happy for you to bring that up because yes, that's exactly the connection I want you and our listeners to be making. Yes. Because yes, you hear that all the time, but I think a lot of the time we start thinking about, okay, well I hang out with these people the most and I text with this person the most, and this is my best friend and this is my husband or my wife or whatever. And we forget that like most of our time, let's face it, is spent on the internet and, and specifically on social media. And so I think a lot of the times when you're thinking of those five people that you hang out with the most, you've got to include social media because that's where you're spending more of your time. And so if you are spending hours upon hours out of your day, engaging with one account on social media, going back and forth with one person or reposting their content all the time, they're one of your five. Yep. So how- By the way, Haley, if yeah. that's a news site, mm-hmm. that's one of your five. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't personally, I don't want to get like political, but I don't personally listen to the news. I, I find out what I need to find out in other ways because I, I think- the news for me, and maybe it's not this way for everybody, but for me, it's not a positive thing. I, I don't really like to listen to it. Yep. If you are the type of person that can tune into the news, get out of it, what you need to get out of it, find out what's going on in the world, you know, be, um, be engaged, but also be aware of what you're hearing and, and do your research and do your homework and know that you're being objective when you hear things, good for you. Like, fine. But in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, but in my opinion, one of the top five people that you spend the most time with should probably not be a news account. Yep. That's just my opinion. But it it should be one single human or a brand that you really, really love that you have done your homework and you know the person that built that brand and that's why you love that brand. It should be something like that. Yeah. And and for me, that's all of my time on social media is following people who I know by following them, it's making me better. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I love this. And this goes into kind of how I have said So this, so what I'm hearing from you, and this is beautiful because you're already following some of the things that I teach, um, is you've set really healthy boundaries with social media. Yes. Yes. One of the things, if you've been to therapy and I'm a huge, huge therapy advocate, by the way, absolutely. 
Um, so whether you've been, you know, whether you have a psychologist or whether you have a life coach or whether you have a different type of coach or whether you're a huge book reader, that's me. I'm a huge, huge book reader. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> So one of the things that you'll learn about in social, in, in, let's just call this general therapy or my, again, that goes back to mindfulness, you know, whatever you want to call this stuff, you guys, whatever it feels good to you to call this, call it that. Yep. One of the things we learn about is how to set boundaries. Now I've taken this a step further. So here's, I'm going to walk us through an exercise. I'm going to walk us through, this is going to get a little bit long. So I'm going to encourage any listeners right now, if you have a notebook out, I'm going to encourage you to kind of take some steps here because I'm going to get into how to heal your life on social media. Um, If you are not thrilled with either what's in your feed or, you know, um, just your relationship with it. And there's, I'm going to, I'm going to quickly give some advice, but let's dig in. Yes. So the first thing is that boundaries. So understanding that you need boundaries with everything in your life. You're going to have boundaries with other relationships. You have boundaries with all of the other tools, things, people in your life. You need boundaries with social media. Now, boundaries, boundaries that you currently have right now are just a series of habits that you've conditioned yourself to follow. And so the habit that you could potentially be in, and by the way, I was in this, I had a deep social media addiction. So part of the reason I can teach on all of this is because I pulled myself out of all of this. So now, depending on where you are, you might have a very healthy relationship and you might just need a little digital audit of your digital life, or you might need a full on detox. Now, the way to start is thinking about what areas of your life are you happy? What what are what areas of your life are you happy with with your digital life and your social media? And what areas are you not? And also recognizing your beliefs and your statements that you're making about social media. Start to hear yourself. So if you're making a note at home, the first note that you're going to write down is be aware. Be aware. Now, what that means is be aware of what you're saying, the energy that we put out, and the words that we say is what becomes our reality. We create our reality. So if you are repeating, repeating, repeating to yourself how much you hate social media or how it's a toxic place or how there's negativity, well, duh, guess what reality you're creating for yourself. So the first thing is we gotta rewrite those limiting beliefs. The trick here is creating statements of, I am, I have, this is. You're you're creating statements in the present. You're not saying it will be. It will be, no, 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 you can have this right now. You just have to fix your thought. Fix your thought and then it will come true. A big point of what I'm about to say is a great way to fix your limiting beliefs is start with gratitude. Gratitude is an absolutely magical capability that allows you to open up your heart and feel good. So we take that limiting belief and you rewrite it. I am so grateful for my loving and supportive community on social media. I love to log in and see people who I am inspired by and see my friends on social media. Now, do you see all the, do you see that intention? You know, do you, do you, do you see that, that thought there? So that's the first step is be aware. Okay. It fits your limiting beliefs. Yes. Then we got to check in with ourselves. We got to make, we got to start making some new habits. So there's two books I'm going to recommend right away. It's The Power of Habit 
and uh, Atomic Habits. Love both of those. Yep. Phenomenal. If we understand how, how, the, how habits work in our life, we can truly create anything we want in our entire life because all of our life is just a system of habits strung together. And if you don't like your habits, then fix them. And we can do that. Okay. So then the next thing is we need to do a bit of a digital detox. Let me walk you through some of my steps. The very first thing is, is called an emotional guidance scale. So um, the, the emotional guidance scale, this is a 22 point scale and the scale that I use, there's a lot of different scales out there. So if you're using a different scale, that's totally cool. The scale that I use um, was developed by Abraham Hicks and it has recently been popularized by Gabby Bernstein. Yes. And so it's a 22 point scale. On the top of the scale is joy, appreciation, the feeling of being empowered, the feeling of freedom, the feeling of love. And on the bottom of scale, there is fear, grief, desperation, despair, and powerlessness. And all in between, there's a lot of different points. Okay. Well, I set a boundary and I created a new habit for myself. And I no longer even get onto social media, even to scroll. And of course, I do not create content if I am below a seven. Seven is contentment. Eight is boredom. Now, that's a hard line for me. That takes a lot of discipline, okay? Yes. A lot, a lot of discipline because it's very, very easy to pick up your phone and start scrolling when you're at an eight, when you're bored. But the reason I don't allow myself to do that is because if I'm bored, what a wonderful opportunity to go offline and do something I enjoy. There are so many things I love to do that don't involve scrolling. So I only allow myself to scroll or create content when I am a one through a seven. Now that's my, that's my personal boundary for myself. That's where I need to be to feel health, healthy and happy and successful and great on social media. I'm going to encourage every single person listening to this to, to set your own, set your own boundary. Okay. But go, go to, go to my social, find that emotional guidance scale, set your number. Then when we have law done. Okay. So let's say we're a seven above. We get to go online. Oh my goodness, we get to scroll. Let's set an intention for our scrolling session. Now, a lot of times we'll be mindful about creating our content. We'll know we need to show up and be our authentic selves, but we forget that we spread just as much energy by just signing on and scrolling as we do publishing. And that's a big thing to remember. Okay. And it's something that we also, cause I'm, look, I'm a marketer. Okay. And, and, and I'm a business owner and I need to be a marketer cause I need to be in business cause I love to be in business cause I love to serve others. But we need to remember that we have power in scrolling too. So we need to set an yes. intention for that session. So what I like to do again, this is just, this is my habits and my boundaries that I've built for myself is my intention. I, again, if I'm one through a seven, I'm usually pretty happy. I'm usually pre feeling pretty good. My intention is usually to spread love. I want, I want to spread my loving energy. I want to spread my confidence. I want to spread my happiness. I want to take all of these amazing good feelings inside of me, and I'm dying to give them to other people when I'm on social media. Because what an incredible tool to be able to spread that love. So I set my intention. And then I start to scroll. And then with every single action I do, I am aware of it. 
So I see something in my feed. I am aware of the first thought that crosses my mind. If it's a negative thought and it doesn't align with my session, I pause. Do I need to remove that source from my life? Do I need to do an audit of that? Okay, well, do I need to, do I like the other things coming from that source? Is this a one-time occurrence or is this an ongoing occurrence? And for me, if it's a news, fight, news site and it's ongoing and it's doing that, uh-uh, no longer allowed in my digital life. If it's a person, this is where I want everyone to be very careful because I do support putting up very healthy boundaries, just like you would with your relationships. You are allowed to put up digital boundaries with people, but I want you to be careful that you're not creating an echo chamber for yourself of beliefs that are only encouraging yours because that's really doing yourself a disservice as a brilliant, brilliant human who is capable of seeing and understanding and listening and learning about other perspectives. And also by you shutting out everything else that doesn't fit your current narrative, you're really stunting your growth as a person, okay? So just be very careful when you do this to people. Now, if it's toxic negativity and they continue and continue and continue to not break that boundary, I want to encourage you to silence them. You know, whether that's a, a mute, whether that's an unfollow. Um, when I say the word unfollow, more on Facebook, like you're, you know, you just don't see their content in your newsfeed anymore. You get to curate your newsfeed. But I want to encourage you that if you are posting content that you think could positively benefit and love and you are giving out energy, maybe don't block them because they can still receive your energy. Does that make sense? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, and I know that gets really, really, really specific, but I, I worry about us just blocking people who we were friends with in college just because they disagree with something on us, you know? Absolutely. And, and because that person might be in a low state. And also, we shouldn't reply to them. We shouldn't reply to those things. If you see something very toxic, don't reply. Now, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up that point because I could go on that for a little while. But it's okay to set your boundaries. But then you need to curate. Ready? We get to, we get to, we get to curate and create what we do want to see on social media. Yes. So that's where Haley, I'm already so proud of you for having people that inspire you. Who are other people that have those characteristics that you're trying to be like? Go follow them online. Take this opportunity to set up a new experience for yourself for when you log on online. So that you, every time, every time that you open up your Instagram, every time that you open up your Facebook, every time you open up your Snapchat, you are surrounded by people who you want to be like. Yes. Because that will pull out the best version of yourself. And this is really important because the next step in your digital detox, if you will, is to do a hard personal audit of what you have been putting out there. What have you been posting? And I'm not just talking about your business. Uh, what have you been posting on your personal Facebook? What have you been posting to your Facebook groups? Have you been complaining? Have you been ranting? What have you posted in the comment section lately? Are you proud of it? And if you're not, that's okay. Forgive yourself and choose better, right? Social media was meant to connect with people I love. And I wanna post on social media from a place of love 
and happiness and confidence. So do an audit of what you're putting out. Set up boundaries. But remember that the energy that you put out is what the energy that you receive back. And that is so incredibly true on social media from a very scientific point of view because of the algorithms. It's so important. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Got on a little like track there. No. Like, oh my gosh. So good. So I mean, ugh, I just like I don't even know where to start because like there's just so many, you know, usually I'll like comment on a good point, but there's just so many that like, <laughs> ah, I just I don't you said it all. Like there's nothing even else to be said. Like you said it all. Thank you. But I I I wanna wrap up yeah. with just one thing that you said that really, I wrote it down because it was all great. It was all like hard hitting and so powerful and truthful and all this, but I love just everything that you said, all of that, this entire episode, this entire idea of being mindful can be summed up in two words that you said that I wrote down that I love choose better. Yeah. I love that. I love that that can literally, if you let it just sum up all of this, because that is exactly what this is. That is exactly what being mindful is about is taking the opportunity. And it is an opportunity that is presented to you over and over and over again, every single day. It's never too late to take that opportunity to just choose better, to do better, to be better, to show up better, to decide that social media is going to be a better place for you to hang out and that you are going to be a better person on social media for the people that are following you and for yep. the people that are listening. Yep. I love that. I thought that was so amazing and so powerful. Thank you. Yeah. It all comes back, you know, and, and again, and, and, you know, we'll take it even, I'm going to, I'm going to add two words, um, onto that. Choose, choose love. Yes. Choose love. Yes. Choose love to that person that you disagree with vehemently to that choose love and make it a habit to choose better make it a habit to choose love i love that this conversation just oh my gosh i like i said i just i don't even know where to start i don't know what to say it's just good it's so good Thanks. that's all that matters like i hope i really truly hope that our listeners get so much out of this and i think that they will Thank but i hope you. that this really pushes them and just kind of starts that movement, you know, to really push people to think about, okay, how am I showing up on social? What am I posting? How am I being an inspiration or not being an inspiration to the people that are following me? What content am I consuming? You know, who are my top five that I'm, that I'm spending the most time with on social and how can I really start to implement more intentionality, more mindfulness, more authenticity into what I'm already doing. And, you know, I think it's one of those things where it's a ripple effect. And when you start to do it, you change the life of somebody else who's watching and then they change the life of somebody else who's watching. And it just, it becomes that ripple effect. And I think it's those little small things that really create massive, massive movements and massive, massive change. And I think that especially, you know, i I'm, I'm with you. I think social media is amazing. I love it. But every once in a while I go, wow, I wish we could just get it back to what we know it could be. Yeah. And I think well, we can. 
So if I can, if Haley, if I can have a call to action right now, um, yes. LOL, it's not necessarily for me. Okay, guys. Yeah. But right now my call to action is the keep social media social is a movement. It's a mission and it's not just mine. It's all of ours. Okay. I am the person who came up with it. I'm the person who started it, but I desperately want in the depths of my soul. I want everyone listening to this who also loves social media as much as you and I do. We are the people who need to spread this message. So please, anyone listening, make a post about keeping social media social or keeping social media kind or keeping social media creative. Whatever speaks to you, like share that because we have to teach other people these lessons. We have to teach other people how to be kind on the internet. We all together have the power to come together and to re, to heal not only the internet, but also deeper than the internet ourselves. So I'm asking for help in spreading the mission and for, and for upholding these boundaries, you know, that we've talked about today. I love that. And I, I want to even take that one step further Yes, and I want to see, use the hashtag, keep social media social mm-hmm. and talk about how you as our listeners are going to take it one step further in being even more mindful. Even if you have a healthy relationship with social media, even if you've been listening to all this going, yep, I'm good. I do all of that. I want to know and use that hashtag and then use hashtag females on fire so that we can respond back and see all of this. But I would love to see a massive movement of people using both of these hashtags and telling us how you are going to take it one step farther than you already have in being more mindful on social media. What is the change that you are going to make that you think is going to be an impact to other people? Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. We are going to really, really quickly just like breeze through my lightning round. Oh, yay. Oh, fun time. Yes. Okay. Fun time. Fun way to close out the show. I'm so excited. I'm already giggling over the second question because you already kind of spoke to this earlier a little bit. So you'll laugh when you hear it, but Let's start with what does your morning routine look like? Okay. So my morning routine, um, I wake up and the first thing I do when I wake, when I open up my eyes is I think of as many things I'm grateful for as I possibly can. Okay. Love it. Then immediately after that, I'm, I make time to have a breakfast and then I start with a um, 20 minute meditation. And then from there, I start with an hour of offline stuff. So I do that coming out of the meditation and then I do get online. And then as soon as I get online, I spend, I, I give myself a, like a 10 to 15 minute buffer and I just pour love into the world through social media. And then I normally get my day started with a meeting around 9am. So that's my morning routine. I love that. I love that you just start with everything we just talked about. That's just amazing. I love it. All right. Up next, this is the one I'm laughing about. What is the last book that you read? I know you said that you love books. You recommended several already, but what is the one you read most recently? Well, so the, the book I'm reading right now is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh, I love that one. Oh my yeah, gosh. It's absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. But I am reading like 15 books right now. I read, I pick up the book that is speaking to me in the moment. Yes. So I'm in the middle of like 15 different books, but I finish because I'm always in the middle of them. I'm always like finishing books too. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's not just one book at a time. So I'm also reading, I'm reading many right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm like that too. I, maybe not with 15, but I'm very much like a, I'll get halfway through one and then pick up another. And it's yeah. not that I give up on the first one. It's that I'm now reading both. <laughs> Absolutely love it. All right. Next question. And this is kind of a tricky one. Yeah. What is one thing that you recommend that everybody has to have? So AirPods. AirPods. Yes. Okay. Okay. That was so quick. I love it. Best thing in the world. AirPods are the saving grace. Um, I also encourage you to get Audible and I encourage you to um get some books on Audible too. But yeah, 100 percent AirPods. Pop them in your ears. I go on walking meetings three to four times a day if I don't have to be in front of my computer with my beautiful AirPods. I can do um like I do, I do my housework while I'm listening to my books. Um, I listen to my podcast while I'm doing, like, get rid of those cords. You think it won't make a big change in your life? It will. I promise you it will. Get AirPods. I love it. Best dollar I've ever spent. My husband would 100% agree with you. He's obsessed with his. I love <laughs> it. All right. Last question. What is the best piece of advice that you have ever been given? Um, I've been given a lot of really incredible advice over the years. Um, I'm going to go back to that self audit um, piece of advice right now, just because that's really coming to me. Um, don't be afraid to look in yourself and give yourself a hard self audit of your life. I love that. At any, at any time you can change anything about your life. And it takes sometimes a very, and I call it a hard self audit because sometimes when you look in the mirror and you look at your habits and when you look at the things, you see a lot of things that you want to change, but if you do a hard self audit and there's things in your life that you're just not loving, do a hard self audit, note it, forgive it, love yourself through it and take action to make different habits to make the change that you want to make. I love that. Oh my gosh. And that just literally goes back to everything we were talking about. I always love that when the piece of advice is something that's 100% related to the topic we were just talking about. That's my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> All right. Well, Amanda, oh my gosh, tell everybody really quickly. So I don't forget, we'll put it in the show notes, but tell everybody where they can find you online, where they can follow along, because I know they are going to want to hit follow after hearing you talk. Thank you. Okay. There's, there's right now, there's two specific places I really want you to go. And then in the future, LOL, we're currently developing some better um, programs for you to get more involved with us. If you're really excited about the mission and the message, but right now, the first place is Amanda McLernan Instagram. So Amanda McLernan on Instagram, but then there's also a keep social media, social Facebook group. That's where we hang out. That's where we congregate. That's where we gather. Um, we also all use the hashtag. So if you look up the hashtag on Instagram and you want to start following people there, or you want to start engaging on that hashtag, we've got a beautiful community growing. Um, and we really, if you've got good energy, we need your energy. Um, so please Instagram hashtag Facebook group. That's where to find it. Love it. And we will put all of that in the show notes. So go check that out. Amanda. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to say thank you, but I, I don't even know how I think this episode was amazing. I know you brought so much value, so much insight, so much power to our listeners. And I, I want to say, I hope they'll get something out of this, but I'm not even going to say that. I know 
they're going to get something out of this. I know they're going to love it and they're going to love you. And they're going to really take this and start applying it. And I'm so excited to see people using those hashtags and, and posting how they're going to be more mindful. And I just want to tell you that I appreciate so, so much, not only your time today and you coming on and sharing all of this value with us, but also just you being such a light on social media and in the world and really pushing this message because I think it's so, so needed. So thank you so, so much. Thank you. That means a lot to me. That's it for this time. Don't forget to head over to the show notes at femalesonfirepodcast.com to grab bonus content from our guests, support the show, or grab your Females on Fire swag. If you loved this episode, give us a quick shout out on Instagram by tagging at Females on Fire. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode to keep you fired up for those big dreams.